Chaos and craziness, raising kids, learning lessons, making mistakes, motherhood, the good, the bad, the confusing. We're going to talk about it all. Join us for the Motherhood Snapshots podcast. Hey, everybody. It's Melissa and Meg. Hi. Hi. And we are here today um, for our motherhood snapshots, and we are talking about dun, 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 the most wonderful time of the year. Yeah! Back to school. Ba, 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 ba. I know. I almost had the the Christmas song queued up on my computer to play, <laughs> but I was like, "Ooh, is there a copyright infringement there?" Probably. Uh, so probably. Yeah. I decided against it. Oh man, um, just I sing know. it and then we won't have a problem. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Of the year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, well, see, you West Coasters start before we do. So I know your daughter just had her first day of school yesterday, right? Uh, yep. Yep. First grade. Big first grade. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. I, I can't, can't believe, believe she was in first grade. I know. Where did this time go? Just last year, she was starting kindergarten. <laughs> Like, uh, yeah, I know. And before that, preschool. I know. And then preschool again. I know, right, because there's always two, at least two years of preschool. <laughs> yeah, so we start in, like, two weeks. So we got two more weeks before school begins, but I'm, I'm, I'm entering phase one of empty nester life because all of my kids will be in school. What are you going to do with your I time? don't know. <laughs> You're going to sit there and just, like, stare. I feel like I am. You know, I had a brief glimpse into it. This summer, my kids were gone for a week. My my mom took them for five days. And and I was, like, really melancholy about the fact that, like, this is going to... Like, it was a nice break. I was super excited about it. Um, but I'm like, this is going to be what it's like every day. Like, um, they're going to be gone all day. And I'm, I'm, I, I am, you know, it's funny because I feel like, and I was one of these people, you know, this time last year, I was like, only a year to go and then I'll be in school. And now I, I don't know, I feel like really melancholy about it because, well, A, my photography subjects are leaving. You're going to have to start, (laughs) you're going to have to start shooting uh, leaves. I'm going to, I know it's going to be relegated to nature is what's going to happen here. Um, but I also, you know, like I've been home with them for the last three years. And so that's really been my life. And I, I mean, not like my, you know, the only thing I ever did, but it's just, I don't know. It's just a weird, it's going to be like a transitional period for me. And so I'm, I'm trying to like ready myself for what I'm sure will be a, a bit of a roller coaster of emotions um, of, you know, getting them acclimated to school. Because I think, as some of you might know, I, I have three boys. And um, within that set of three, I have a I have twins. And they are going to be separated. They're gonna, we're putting them in different classes. <gasps> what are you going to do? Are they going to freak out? I don't. Probably. <laughs> I think that's good, though. I think twins should be separated. You yeah, know, just it's, to have their own space and have their, you know... Their own identities. And yeah. I think especially because our twins are identical. 
that um, it's funny, though, because I think if you talk to any twin parent whose kids are either approaching school age or in school, they will probably all tell you the same thing, only because I happen to be talking to my neighbor tonight who has twins who are just oh, about to be go. a year old. And I said, I feel like we started this conversation about whether or not we were going to separate them for school, like literally when they were born. <laughs> and we've been trying yeah. to figure it out ever since. And she's like, it's so true. And I don't know that there's ever, I mean, maybe there is in certain circumstances, but I don't know that there's ever a cut and dry, like, this is the right choice. You know, I think for us, um, I actually was, I did not want to separate them, um, only because they're going to be changing schools. They're, so it's a new school for them. It's all day. They were going to school, you know, five days a week last year, but only for a couple of hours because it was preschool. So it's a new school. It's all day. They're going to be, you know, away from me. And it just felt like a lot then to separate them when they've never been separated from each other. Um, yeah. But their preschool teacher who I love, who was amazing and, in the fall last year was like, so they're going to be ready for kindergarten. And I was like, Oh great. Cause I wasn't convinced they were going to be ready for kindergarten. <laughs> Cause I can't get them to hold a pencil when they're at home. So <laughs> well, no, um, it's fun yeah, time no. at home. Yeah, no. She's like, yeah, they're going to be ready. They're going to be great. They're right on track. But they compete over everything, so I really think that you should separate them. And so I had to, like, psych myself up for it. And it was so cute because, you know, we'd say to... So we started talking to the boys about it, and we were like, okay, so, you know, Drew, what do you think? Do you, you know, want to have your... You could have your own teacher and your own friends, and no. <laughs> no, just no. Like, <laughs> no. I want to be in no. I want to be in Liam's class. And I'm like, oh. okay. But then if you ask Liam, he was like, yeah, I like that idea. I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> no. And that's very indicative of their personalities. Um, yeah. That Drew is, is, is a lot more dependent on... On, on Liam, I, I guess maybe outwardly, I think Liam is, is dependent on Drew, too. Just doesn't show it as much. Um, you know, so we've been trying to, like, psych him up and get ready for it. And, uh, you know, I don't know how much they actually can kind of... They've never been to school for the whole day before, so I don't think they know what it's yeah. like. So we just keep reassuring them that they're going to... You know, they'll see each other on the bus, and they'll see each other at lunch, and they'll see each other at recess. And um, I can only I can only imagine what kind of shenanigans are going to take place with... I mean, God bless their bus driver, because... <laughs> The three of them on a bus with no types of restraints just feels like a recipe for disaster. <laughs> oh my gosh. It'll be my kids that get kicked off the school bus. That's what will happen. Oh no. <laughs> and she'll be like, so this was fun, but no, you're going to have to drive them. Yeah. Um, I remember those days where I could hear Ebba and we're like three houses down from the corner and she gets dropped off across the street in there was this, like, second grader last year that would always hassle everybody on the bus. And of I would just hear, I could, I'm in my office, which faces the front of our house. I'm in the office, and I can hear her yelling <laughs> at this boy from the bus stop. And oh, I go boy. over, I'm like, what are you yelling about? Yeah. OMG. But, Not yeah, so, so we've been times. trying to, like, get them ready, get them all psyched up. Um, my oldest is not necessarily as enthusiastic about going back to school. Uh, he's going into third grade. And so um, he's he's like, two, oh, we only have two weeks left, Mom. I was like, well, you've been out of school for like seven. So, yes, <laughs> you only have two weeks left. This is not, he's like, oh, I thought we had like two more months. I'm like, no, the break is long enough as it is. Right. I know. Oh my gosh. I know when I was a kid, 
um, in Southern, and I grew up in Southern California, we always went back to school after Labor Day, which always fell around my birthday. And so, oh, interesting. Like this, but being in the Central Valley of California, they start butt booty early. But she gets like, out early too, because I feel like she was out like a whole month before my kids are out. Not really. I mean, like beginning of June is that early? Well, she was out probably three weeks before, so it makes sense that okay. she started today. Yeah, you're about three weeks but early. That, I mean, like literally t- two months. That's all. That's all she got. I mean, I, I I'm like hands that's up enough. and there, ready for her to go back to the school. No, oh, because she needs constant entertainment, and yeah, mommy's busy. I can't sit and entertain a six year old all day long. Right? Oh my gosh. Um, you know, she's only good for like an hour alone. Then she's like, "Hey, play with me. Play with me." And I can't play with you right now, but. Oh, no. Yeah, she just needs that constant interaction. So she thrives in school because it's constant all day long. She's doing something or learning something or playing on the playground or, you know, playing with her friends. So I know we had talked about this episodes back, but when school got out, like it was an upset in our house for a good four or five weeks. It was, she was moping around the house and she couldn't take it anymore. She was so sad and she missed the boy she was crushing on, Aww. the other boy she was crushing on. And it's good to have options. Was, yeah. Yeah. Keep your options <laughs> open, Emma. But yeah, she was just so sad and she just really thrives in school, which is great. And she's so smart. So she, yeah. she needs that. She needs that mind, you know, the wheels turning and she just needs it. Yeah. I'm interested to see how this. It. Yeah. Right. I'm interested to see how this year goes for, I mean, for all of my kids, um, my oldest as well, though, because he is, <laughs> he is very bright, and I, it's always driving crazy when people talk about their kids, like, my kid's so smart, um, but he is, like, he's so bright, and he has kind of, I don't want to say he struggled in school, but at, in our old town, um, when he was in kindergarten and first grade, you know, as and I feel like every mom I've talked to that has boys has had a similar experience that in kindergarten, they were like, oh, your kid might have ADHD or AD, you know, ADD. And I'm like, have you met a five-year-old boy lately? Because <laughs> they never sit still. Like, no. ever. And he was young. So his birthday is at the end of June. So, I mean, he was just five when he started school. And, you know, we went through this whole kindergarten year where this teacher was basically like, no, I think you need to get him evaluated. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. And so at the, and and not that I wouldn't have if I wasn't concerned, but I'm like, you know, I will find this kid in his room of his own accord for an hour, painstakingly cutting out Paw Patrol pictures out of his (laughs) coloring book and like making Halloween decorations and drawing and, and reading like it's not an inability to focus. It's the fact that he's five and he doesn't, he's never sat still ever in his entire life. The kid vibrates in some capacity, regardless of what he is doing. And he has been that way since he was in the womb. Like he That's just how Emma is. She never like, stops. No, literally cannot sit still. I, we're at dinner tonight and I had to ask her at least four times. Emma, get back in your seat. Like, right. And she just wants to get up and like show us the stuff or she's pushing, you know, out of her chair. Or she's jiggling her leg and, you know, kicking the table. I mean, just, or like interacting with Ella, just like something. All or, the time. All, constantly all, constant. moving. Constant. 
constant. Constant. Like, yes. And he doesn't even realize he's doing it. He was sitting on the couch, you know, because the, the boys have been sick this past week, and so we've been watching a lot of TV, and he's snapping his fingers. <laughs> and he doesn't even realize he's doing it. I'm like, please stop doing that. Doing what? I'm like, you're snapping your fingers. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Like, oh he doesn't gosh, even realize that he's life. doing it. Yeah, it's true. So... So I'm interested to see because when he's so when we moved to this new school district, which was a year ago, um, he was doing well in first grade in our in our other school district. Um, um, but some interesting there were some interesting differences. So his class when we moved into our new to our new houses, his class was mostly girls. So there's only a couple of boys. Where his kindergarten class was like chuck full of boys and only a handful of girls. And this school district was really far ahead of our other school district. So he was behind, way behind in math in particular. And I said to my husband, I said, have you noticed that we haven't heard one thing from his teacher? Like she was very quick to call us in and be like, yeah, he's way behind. We need to get him caught up. Um, But in terms of behavior, and I really think it's because he was being challenged. So he didn't know what they were doing, so he had to figure it out. So he really had to focus and pay attention. Yeah. Um, And then this year, same thing. Within, like, a couple of weeks, I got an email from his teacher. Oh, you know, he's, you know, he's moving all the time, and he's blurting out answers and this, that, and the other thing. And I, you know, I have a, a meeting with his teacher, and... She's like, it's not just him. It's all the other boys in my class. I have a really boy-heavy <laughs> class. And I'm like, well, there you go. Um, but this is the same teacher who at the end of the school year. <laughs> oh, my kid. He's so me. And <laughs> come middle school, it's going to be a problem. My parents are called into middle school all the time for me. Um, oh, no. So my sister-in-law has gotten him um, this, like, National Geographic almanac for the last two years for Christmas as part of his Christmas present, which is an amazing gift to give to a kid. And he has this like weird photographic memory. And so he has memorized almost all of it. And so when I met with her at the end of the school year, she, she says to me, so here's what I love about Josh. He's, he knows so much about so many different things and, and he will tell you if you're not correct. And I'm like, yes, yes, he will. <laughs> so the teacher would say something. I can't even give you an example, but she would say something and he would raise his hand and be like, actually, in my almanac, it says this. And so she, so I'm like trying not to laugh because this is my everyday life with him. And so she's like, here's the thing. First of all, none of the kids in the class even knew what an almanac was. She's like, so I'm thankful that he was like, oh, it's this book that has all this information. She goes, and secondly, like, he's not wrong. I was trying to like pull a fast one on the class, but I didn't need him to like (laughs) call me out in front of everybody. She, I said, yeah, I said, you know, we, we live in a, you know, we raise our kids in a house. Not that they don't have access to, te- to, to technology, but, you know, if you want to know the answer, you're going to go look it up. Like, you're going to go read a book. Like, you have some information available to you. Like, we don't, we don't have the, the Encyclopedia Britannica at our house, but, you know, you have a book that, some books that you can reference and look things up in. And so, but he and I get into discussions every day. And the really annoying thing is that most of the time he's right. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we because have this, he reads this so much. Too. See, she oh she likes to uh, challenge everything, and I'm easy breezy. Like, I don't argue. I'm non confrontational. That's just not me. <laughs> but my husband, who's an attorney, well, he likes to have you know lengthy discussions and negotiations, and 
And he's all for promoting the ne- negotiations with her. Right. And I, t- I finally told him, like, you can argue with your dad. You're not doing it with me. Like, yeah. <laughs> what I say is what I say, and that's what's going. It's a good life skill, though, for her oh, to have. Oh, it is. Yes. It is. I know. I not feel like. I'm trying to, like, manage chaos. It's not Well, good. Sure. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting, too, because before it was really cute, right? So he'd be like five or six and, you know, like, no, mommy, I think it's this. And now he's eight. And so the answer comes to you with a side of attitude and snark. Uh-huh. And not, and he's not, like, completely aware of it, but, like, a lot of the times it's just it's the tone of his voice. And so I'm like, dude listen, you might be true. This might be true. You might be right about this, but you can deliver it in a, in a different way. Well, mom, I am right. Like, I'm not disagreeing with you on that. However, sir, I am still in charge. <laughs> At least I like to pretend I am. This is me putting my foot down. Yeah. You better. Okay. So you're all right. Yep. We got it. Like, that's pretty much how my life goes. Ah, I feel you, my friend. So was she, like, super, like, excited? So you're not, so Emma's not one of those kids that you have to, like, be like, okay, it's time for us to get ready for school. She's like, bring it on. Or Uh, was there some transition there for her? Well, it's funny how when school starts, throughout the school year, (laughs) she's no longer the early riser. During Uh, summer, she's up anywhere between 6 and 7, 15. mm Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's 6, sometimes it's closer to 7.15. But when school starts, it's like, okay, come on, get out of bed. And, like, I have to babysit her the entire time. Okay, last night was an exception because Ella and her both woke up in the middle of the night at 2.30 at the same time. Funny how that happened. Mm. I did barricade Emma's room so Ella can't get in because that's her new thing is Ella wakes <laughs> up and climbs out of the crib and then goes wake up her sister if I don't block the door. Oh, boy. But for some reason, they I think Emma came in first and then Ella followed. So so Emma couldn't go back to sleep. I gave her her milk, which usually helps. So she grabbed the iPad and proceeded to watch that until she fell asleep, which who knows what time of that was. Because <laughs> when I walked in there this morning at 6.40 to wake her up, the iPad was still playing. Oh, boy. So it was down to like 38%. Sure. I have no idea how long she was watching it. So it was a challenge to get her motivated to get up and get ready. But yeah, usually morning, it's kind of a struggle. She wants to kind of be, you know, lazy and take her time where I'm like, okay, you got like 50 minutes to do everything and walk two minutes to the bus stop. So let's go. So I literally like picked out her outfit and sat there with her. And I was, I'm like purging my house right now because mm-hmm. it's in desperate need of purging. And so I'm slowly like making my way through her room. So we started with the closet the other day and like organized the clothes and her shoes and her books. And so now this morning, I couldn't find a darn thing in her drawers because everything's just shoved in there in the wrong spot. <laughs> so I was proceeded to organize and declutter and get rid of stuff that she didn't need anymore. So I was in there and I did that on purpose because I wanted to be in there with her and kind of help her out and, but not do it for her, but literally yeah. I was like hand holding the whole time. I'm like, okay, now put on your socks and here's your shoes and go brush your teeth and let's do your hair. So yeah, most days kind of just kind of go like that, unfortunately. 
Yeah, I'm interested to see how this new schedule of ours is, um, because like two, when we first moved to that second half of the school year, everyone had to be out the door and ready by 8.20, or 8, like 8.15, because my oldest son's bus came at 8.20, and then I had to drive the twins to school for 8.30, so like we were all up and eating breakfast and ready and everything else, but this past year, preschool didn't start till noon, <laughs> so... I just had to get one child up and out and then maybe try to get the rest of us ready by noontime. So I'm interested to see how this is going to go, especially because like Josh, you know, now that he's eight, last year I said to him, I said, listen, there's going to be three of you starting school come fall next year. And so, yeah, you're going to need to be making your own lunch, friend. So... So he's made, you know, he made his own lunch for, but talk about negotiation, right? So I, I broke this to him in the fall and I said, you're going to need to make your own lunch. And he was like, every day, mom, how about, how about I make a deal with you? How about I <laughs> make it, negotiating yep, again. <laughs> mm-hmm. he's like, how about I make it one day and you make it another day? We'll switch off. I said, that's fine. So we did that till January. That's fair. And then come January, I, you know, he made his lunch and the next day I was like, you need to make your lunch. He's like, I thought we were switching off. I'm like, oh yeah, that's done. <laughs> New year, yep. new rules. Guess what? Now you're well-versed, and so you're good to go. See, the problem is that now his brothers, because they're little and because they're younger than he is and because they want to do everything he's doing, they are also going to want to make their lunch. And in reality, I don't good. want them to because oh. it will take exponentially longer. <laughs> That's why they have to do it the night before. I know. I should get into that. I think what I'm going to start doing, see, I'm trying to, like, figure out, like, what's the best way to, like, get them all ready? And so I'm thinking, like, maybe we'll have, like, a sandwich-making party on, like, Sunday nights, and we'll make enough, because my kids pretty much bring their, their lunches to school, and so, like, we'll make enough sandwiches that it could last them for at least a couple of days, and so they could just have to, like... I want to set up, like, you know, like, very Pinterest-y, which will probably never happen, but I want to set up, like, these little, like, snack like snack stations in the in our pantry because the issue is that my kids apparently have never been fed before in their lives. And so... Oh, never. Of course they, not. If you tell them to get a snack and you're not specific about what they are allowed to have or not have, they will literally eat you out of house and home. And so... I feel like I need to be very, like, specific about, like, you may take one thing from here and one thing from here and put that in your bag and we are going to go. Because otherwise, (laughs) they're going to be, like, walking into school with, like, a Costco-sized bag of, like, craisins. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, 16 juice boxes. And that's That's all you get. Pretty much. So I have all these, like, ideas and plans of, you know, like, trying to keep things organized. But I'll tell you the biggest bane of my existence, and you've probably begun to experience this, is all the freaking paper that comes home from school. Yeah. I haven't had it too much. I liked how last year, like, at the end of every month, they would just put together a packet of all the stuff that they did. Mm. And so it wasn't, like, some days there'd be, like, little drawings and stuff like that, but... But we don't we don't have homework either. At least oh. not yet. I think um, at, in our school district, anyways. I think first through third don't have homework, which is oh. kind of nice because I feel like all learning needs to be done at school anyway. Because getting I haven't experienced this yet, so but I can only imagine trying to get Emma to do homework is going to be a nightmare. Yeah, I will tell you that what I really appreciated because Josh didn't have homework in our other school district, so kindergarten. The first half of first grade, he didn't. But they have homework um, in our current school district. However, what I really liked about his teacher this year, and I swear, I hope to God, his teacher next year does it because 
So what she would do is at the beginning of the week, she would send home a packet. And so they had, they had to finish it and turn it in Friday. So every Monday I'd be like, do you have a homework packet? Yep. So we just put it on the fridge and then he only had to do like five minutes because he would do like one page every night. And so he only had to spend like five, maybe 10 minutes on it. And then he could go about and do the rest of his stuff where it was like every day I had to check his folder, especially because in first grade, like they're not completely self-sufficient yet. And so they don't remember. So then it was like, okay, do you have homework? Okay. Which one of these papers is homework? Which, what are papers you didn't finish in school? So the fact that they had a homework packet with like all their spelling words and what they were working, it was amazing. So I am hoping that his teacher, but I'll tell you right now (laughs) what my biggest, and at first world problems, I understand this, but my biggest (laughs) point of contention with the school that they're in is that library day is not a set day. Oh. So they have special, what they're called specials. So they're like, you know, like art and computer and health and gym and all these things. And they rotate not on a five day schedule, which one would think since they're in school Monday to Friday, it rotates in a six day schedule. So library day changes every single week. Oh, okay. Now, with one child, this was difficult enough. However, he was old enough that I'd be like, hey, you know, do you have library tomorrow? Because I can't keep track. Because then, of course, like for us out here in New England in the wintertime, forget it. Because if you have a school delay or a snow day, then the whole thing gets messed up. So well, what do they do at library time? So they go to the library and they get to pick out a book. And so they get to bring the book home. The problem is that there is no possible way that my two kindergartners are, A, going to remember what day they're supposed to, like, what, uh, after what day they, or after what special they usually have live, like, there's just no possible way. So what's going to happen is that the library books are just going to stay in their backpack because, and they'll just carry them back and forth to school every day because it's the most, like, I love the school system we're in, but it is literally the most asinine system. Like, just make library a set day. Please just make library a set day. Just the same day every week. Just, you already bump it up with something else. So this is my biggest concern right now is how am I going to remember what day day is library day? (laughs) (laughs) And my kids really love reading. And so, you know, this past year in preschool... You know, half the time, I didn't even know what book they brought home because it would end up, like, mixed in with the rest of our other books. And then they come oh, home and be like, no. I couldn't get a new library and you book. you owe, like, $100 to the library at the end No, no, I found them all. <laughs> but they'd come home and be like, I wasn't allowed to get a new book, Mommy, because you forgot it was library day. I'm like, Oh, it's, oh, it's your fault. <laughs> I, I was see. like, you're the one that hid your library book, so I don't know what to tell you about that. But, yeah. So, I don't know. So it's going to be a whole new, just a whole new transition for us in coming into this, you know, season of everybody being in school all day yeah. long. And I am, I'm trying to prepare myself for a month of difficulty, at least, and yeah. transition and adjusting on everyone's ends. Um, but yeah, so we're just going to take it one day at a time, I think, as we kind of ease our way into this new season of school-aged kids. I don't have have babies at home anymore. They're all in school. (laughs) I still have a couple years left with Ella. I know. I'm just going to have to start coming out to visit you, and then I can take pictures of her. Yes, there you go. So if anyone wants to send me their their non-school-aged kids... (laughs) Send your children to Melissa. (laughs) If you see a woman wandering the streets in central Massachusetts, it's because she has no children to take pictures of. I think you're just going to do self-portraits, like, all day, every day. 
I know. Yeah, I'm gonna. It's gonna be. I'm really excited because I haven't been able to do any self portraits this summer because I've been around children all day, every day for the oh, entire okay. summer. So. I'm, you know, yeah, you'll, you'll get sick of seeing me and you'll get a lot of flowers is basically what I think it's going to build down to. <laughs> Melissa or flowers. That's going to be it. That's pretty much it. <laughs> That'll be it. So just be prepared now. Yep. Well, we wish all of you parents a very happy back to school season. For those of you that are welcoming your children back into school or sending them off for the first time. Well, I mean, they're having a party. What are you talking about? Right? I am, you know, I know I was emotional when Josh started kindergarten, and I know I will be when they do too. So anyone that wants to, you know, you need someone to shed a tear with, hit me up. I'm your girl. Melissa's for shedding tears. Megan's for partying. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't say I wasn't going to be shedding tears into my wine glass. I'm just (laughs) saying. I will. You do know how to party. Oh, yes. Of course I do. But yeah, I mean, we'd love to know what are some things that you do to help your kids get ready to go back to school and kind of get into that mindset. Are you celebrating because you're finally home free? Are you sad because it's your first one going off to school? Um, feel free and let us know or, you know, tag us in your stories on those first day of school pictures. We'd love to see those. Um, and if you are listening to the podcasts, um, we want to know that too. And so take a picture to do a story of yourself on Instagram and tag us in it. And we will start kind of featuring those and showing those because we'd love to see that you guys are listening along. And Meg, do you want to tell everybody how many people, how many downloads we have? Oh, yeah, A really exciting number. ah, I know. I've been watching very closely. (laughs) It's like the stock market. We're like, what's it at? I know, but we've hit, uh, today we hit, no, last night, yeah. over 10,000 downloads, Yay! guys. Thank you. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. Yeah, because we I'm just... I'm so happy to know I'm not talking to nobody. I know, right? <laughs> it, was just, it was just like me and you and like five other people. It's like, still fun, oh, though. Even so if fun. it was. It's true. We would just keep doing it anyway. I yeah, know. ten guys, 10,000 downloads. We've only been doing this for five months. Yeah. So that's an amazing milestone that I don't think either one of us thought that we'd be at, at this point. And no, so we are no super excited, super pumped that you guys are liking what we're putting out, that you're enjoying our interviews with all these amazing artists, and that you kind of, I guess, sort of think Meg and I are entertaining. So <laughs> we appreciate that as well. Awesome. Well, again... We hope you all are doing well wherever you are. We wish you a very happy back to school season and we can't wait to hear and see more from you, our listeners, and we can't wait to share some more really cool stuff with you coming up. So have a lovely rest of your day, evening, afternoon, morning, whatever time you're listening to this, and we wish you the best. Bye guys. Bye. Hey, storytellers, as a special thank you for your continuous support, we are now offering $5 off the Wild and Free preset collection by me, Megan Box. If you haven't checked them out yet, you can see before and after images on our website at www.hellostoryteller.com and use the discount code WILDFREE5 at checkout. Thanks so much for listening.